0: Are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. We got a very news filled show today. A lot of different things that I'm going to cover. I'm going to cover an update on Coming Out for Love. I'm going to talk about a reader emails question that I gave a little more thought to. An update on the Reality Steve fan appreciation party. Farmer Wants a Wife has an interesting tie in to my podcast. And then in the pop culture world, we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, or reality TV world, we're going to talk about special forces, we got an answer to the Gus Kenworthy evacuation from the show, we got some TV news in the world of morning TV and late night TV, and we will get to all that momentarily. This podcast brought to you by HelloFresh. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com slash RealitySteve65 and use code RealitySteve65 for 65% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh.com slash RealitySteve65. Use code RealitySteve65 for 65% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Okay, a lot to get to here. So let's start off with this. There has been an update. I have an update, sort of, in regards to coming out for love. Any of you that have tried to purchase a bundle in the last couple days to sign up to watch it, you are unable to do that. If you go to lessflix.com, they are now saying they are not affiliated with coming out for love. So I had to contact my people over there and say, hey, what's going on? What update can I give my readers and listeners? Here's what I can tell you. They were going to, they're rerunning the episode this Saturday. Episode one, they were going to play again on Saturday and then every week from then on out, they were going to air an episode every Saturday for the next 16 weeks. It's a 16 episode season. I have been told that episode one that's supposed to be released tomorrow, again, re-released tomorrow, has been postponed. It has not, though, been canceled. This show has not been canceled. It has nothing to do with content. has nothing to do with the contestants, anything like that. Apparently, this is all technical stuff that I'm not 100% aware of, but it's all on the technical side. They're just postponing the release of the show again. Obviously, they... If you watched Tuesday, you were able to watch the first episode, but basically to start over and give you one episode a week, it's not going to start tomorrow. I will give you an update when I know more about when it's going to be released, where you can watch it, and how much it's going to cost. If you had already purchased a bundle, you should have gotten an email saying you are refunded your money. If you haven't, let me know. I already have one person who did Purchased their bundle, and they already got an email confirmation saying their money was refunded. So, if you did purchase the 1999 bundle to get the whole season, you should have gotten an email already saying your money is being refunded, and I would think it would be in your account within a couple days. But that's where we're at. That's the latest update I have. I'm sure I'm going to be getting more, and I'll probably have something new for you on Monday. But yes, if you go to comingoutforlove.com right now, and try and purchase a bundle, you can't, and it even says it right there on the site. It says, details on the show's release and streaming platform coming soon. So it looks like things have changed on how they're going to release it to the public and when they're going to release it to the public. So just wanted to give you an update on that. Reader emails yesterday. Someone asked me, or sorry, on Wednesday. Someone asked me a question that I didn't, I should have put more time into them, but I did over the last couple of days. Thought about it. Someone sent me a text about it. I was like, okay, that answers it. They had asked, statistically speaking, are couples who do not get engaged on Paradise more likely to get married than those who do? Kevin and Astrid didn't get engaged on Paradise. They got married. Raven and Adam didn't get engaged on Paradise. They got married. Becca and Thomas didn't get engaged on Paradise. They're engaged now. So the interesting thing was, okay, so what does this mean? Are there other couples? I couldn't think of any off the top of my head. And then there are others that clearly didn't get engaged on the show but are currently together. Some engaged, some not. Uh, Ashley and Jared, they're married. Kaylin and Dean, they're married. Chris and Alana, not married but still together. Brendan and Piper didn't get engaged on the show. Not engaged, but they are still a couple. Abigail and Noah. So that's five more couples that... Two are married. Three are still together. So if those three end up getting married, that's eight couples who didn't get engaged on the show that ended up getting engaged slash married post-show. So we've already got five marriages and three couples that are still together unless I'm missing more than that. So, yeah, I think that... uh, I don't think there's been eight successful engagements on that show. So, yes, it looks like if you... Don't get engaged on the show, you still have a good chance of ending up together post show. Better chance than if you do get engaged on the show, which is really interesting because I didn't really think about that. An update on the Reality Steve fan appreciation party that's happening June 2nd, Friday night, June 2nd at Mandalay Bay. I have about 20 spots left. Looks like 60 spots have been secured. I only have 20 to 25 spots left. At the most, I'm going to do 90, and those 20 spots, now that I think about it, aren't even including my family and friends that I know are going. Me, my mother, and my niece, that's three. I think my buddy and his wife are going. That's five. There's a good chance somebody from the podcast world, if not a few, are going, so that could be another three to five people. Yeah. Um, Let's just say we got about 20 spots left. So it is filling up quick. It's been out there about a month. So if you are interested, let me know. Send me an email. Steve at realitysteve.com. If you are flying in, you get first dibs. You just have to show me a screenshot of your flight information. If you are driving in, you just need to send me a screenshot of a hotel reservation. If you're a Vegas local, you just have to promise me that you're not going to flake. Right now, I believe the number of Vegas people... I have always set aside 20 to 25 for Vegas people. And right now, I think I've only got 15 of of the 60 are from Vegas. So a lot of people coming in from out of town. Just off the top of my head, I want to say Canada, Indiana, Oregon florida there are others um other states so they're coming in from all over so i really appreciate it and if you're interested and you still want to go it doesn't cost anything it's basically a three-hour get together thank you to my fans and there will be food there there will be prizes given away good times will be had to say the least at least i think so how about this If you heard my podcast with Kristen Baldwin yesterday, you heard me briefly talking about Farmer Wants a Wife with her, that show on Fox that premieres on March 8th. It looks like it's taking the place of Joe Millionaire because Joe Millionaire was Fox's reality TV dating show last year, and it's not getting brought back this year, and they've been promoting Farmer Wants a Wife, and... Which is fine. I mean, I liked Joe Millionaire. I think they could have done a second season easily, but for whatever reason, they chose not to. They're going with This Farmer Wants a Wife deal. And when I spoke to Kristen yesterday, she had said, well, if you go on EW.com, you can see the 32 women. They released them, I think, the day before, like on Tuesday. And I even said on the podcast, I go, yeah, I'll check it out because maybe there's somebody that is from another show that we've seen or somebody that looks familiar or whatever. I went to the list of 32 women, and it literally, right there, right strikes me right in the face, the first woman on the list. Now, they went in alphabetical order, and she happens to be one of the, because there's eight women each for the four cowboy leads. or Sorry, cowboy, farmer leads. And the first one on the list, her name is Brittany, 33 years old, travel blogger. You know who that is? That would be Brittany Hansen. Do you remember Brittany Hansen? She was Peter Krause's ex-girlfriend that came on the podcast with Sydney Stemfle, who was Ari's ex-girlfriend before he filmed Ari's season. Remember that whole thing? What's interesting is after Brittany came on the podcast, we kept in touch for a little bit here and there, text here and there, but I haven't heard from her in a long time that podcast was, what, three, four years ago? Whenever Ari's season aired. It was like two weeks before his first episode, or like a week before his first episode aired, when she came on to talk about Peter and how he treated her, and Sydney came on to talk about how Ari treated her before he left to go film his season. And about five months ago, Brittany DMs me on Instagram and says, Hey, would you mind removing my podcast from your podcast feed me and Sydney's because it's still popping up when people do a Google search and we don't want it to ruin any opportunities. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And that's all she said. I was like, yeah, I go, I don't like doing it, but I don't like deleting podcasts because it feels like I'm hiding something. But if they ask me to, I am, you know, it really depends on their reason. And, um, she told me and I was just like, okay, you know, it was also, you know, Four years ago, you know, this isn't something that's relevant now. So I I get it. If it was recent, I would have said no. And like, you know, they said something and they're just like, you know, I, I shouldn't have said all that. Uh, take it down. I'd be like, no, if you if it's recent. But this was four years ago. So I was like, that's fine. And then, and then I find out she's on Farmer Wants a Wife as one of the eight women competing for one of the four farmers. Uh, I'm assuming that's why she asked me to take it down. I don't know. But. That's her, Brittany Hansen. She's going to be on Former Once a Wife. If you go to her Instagram page right now, Bossy Brittany, uh, you'll see that she's got some pictures on there from the show and promoting the show that she's on. And, you know, I mean, I, I don't know if you all remember that story, but remember, Brittany was the one that essentially was the reason I changed my spoiler from Rachel's engaged to Peter Krause to Rachel's engaged to Brian because I originally had it as Peter. And then Brittany came in contact with me, I want to say, in June or July of that year, why Rachel's season was airing, and let me know that she was with Peter. And so I was like, well, clearly he's not engaged to Rachel. And that's that's how I knew that Rachel was with Brian. So, yeah, so that's how that worked. But, yeah, Brittany's on uh, Farmer Wants a Wife, if you want to check that out. I'm going to watch the first episode. Now that Brittany's on it, maybe I'll watch the whole thing. But... I'm going to give it a chance and see how it is. We got an update from Gus Kenworthy from special forces on him being removed from the show. And he basically said he was just having a allergic reaction to something. He thinks it's the water that he had to jump in and then go into the dirt next to it because the water was there the whole 10 days and they never did anything to it. So as many people as were jumping in and out of it and they never changed the water He felt it might have been something in there, some sort of bacteria in there. But he said what they showed on the show wasn't even the full thing. He said once he got that shot, they showed us him getting a shot in his ass of epinephrine. And he said within 30 seconds of receiving that shot of adrenaline, it started to take effect. I was able to start breathing normally, and a lot of the feelings subsided. And then within a minute or two minutes or three minutes, I felt completely normal. So when I was in the ambulance going back to the hospital, I was completely coherent Fine. Wasn't in any pain. Wasn't having a hard time breathing and wanted to go back on the show. I was like, I'm fine now. And they were basically like, no, you have to go to the hospital to be observed because you can go into repeat anaphylaxis. And yes, we can't. And yet we can't risk it. So that's what he said. And then I looked up. Well, what? And that's what they said on the show. But they said it so fast and I didn't know what it was. And anaphylaxis is, according to Google, a severe, potentially life-threatening allergic reaction. It can recur within seconds or minutes of exposure to something you're allergic to, such as peanuts or bee stings. Okay. So he was fine. Clearly wasn't uh, on the verge of possibly dying, but they couldn't take a chance. And so he just did not get to go back on the show, which sucks for him. Did you see the big announcement in the morning show news yesterday? Ryan Seacrest stepping down from live with Kelly and Ryan, which it's amazing. When he was named the host, a lot of us were just like, what? This guy has every job in the world. How is he going to do this? Or why is he putting himself through this? Because he has to be, once American Idol goes to the live shows, he has to be back in L.A., And it's like, why do that to yourself? But Ryan Seacrest is one of the hardest working men in show business. So all the credit in the world to him that he did that. But I guess it's just time. He's beat up and he wants to be back in L.A. for Idol this season. He's slowly phasing himself out. And then Kelly's husband, Mark Consuelos, is taking over as the co-host, which I, I, I don't watch that show at all. I'm very well aware, though, and nobody, as we know, nobody in Hollywood is universally liked. Like, everyone's got haters. I'm sure there are people that hate Kelly and Mark. I I thought I read something recently where people were disgusted by the the PDA that they show in a lot of their pictures or whatever. I mean, if that really bothers you, then you need to get a life. Let them live their life. Who cares? But if I were to pick out a couple in Hollywood that I think is more well-liked than disliked, I would believe Kelly and Mark are, right? Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos are... People love them, don't they? (laughs) Like, if they got divorced, there would be... People would be losing their shit because they think... People look at them as, like, couple goals, right? I mean, I I don't follow them at all. I know they're married. I know they have kids. And any time I hear anything about them is just in a headline when I read one of the entertainment sites. But I'm pretty convinced right that they are very well liked by a lot of people as i said most people nobody's universally liked and i'm sure they have haters out there that that don't like whatever they do but the overall if you were to take an opinion are they liked like 80% to 20% 75 25 it seems like they're very well liked and it makes sense that she would co-host the show with her husband and in fact i think that's a great idea Because I know they're so well-liked, I think people are going to love that. And it makes sense for Ryan to go back to L.A., do Idol from L.A., and then just do his radio show from L.A. He's still going to go to New York for the New Year's Eve and the the Dick Clark's rocking New Year's Eve ball and stuff. He's still going to do that. He's opening up more Ryan Seacrest Foundation learning centers. And, I mean, this guy, say what you want about Ryan Seacrest. You might think he's corny. You might think he's cheesy. He's one of the hardest workers in all of Hollywood. And he deserves everything that he's gotten. So props to him. Um, good run on Live with Kelly and Ryan. I didn't realize it was six or seven years. 2017. Yeah, so six years. They've been together. I didn't think it was that long, but apparently it was. So good for him. Congratulations to Ryan for moving on, getting back to LA, not having that travel so much because basically he got off the air with Live and Kelly and then would go straight into a studio and record his radio show with his co-hosts, Tanya and Sissany, back in L.A., and it just seems like, while it is possible, because in this day and age of technology, you can do everything on Zoom, and he's looking right at his co-hosts, so it's not like he doesn't know when they're going to speak and stuff like that, but I probably think it's easier for him to be in studio with them, and after six years of being out of studio and on remote, probably makes sense for him to do this. So... Uh, His decision, but uh, it seems to be a a smart decision. I think it's a really smart decision to bring in Mark to co-host with his wife. And finally, that was morning show news. Now we've got some late night news. Saturday Night Live has named Travis Kelsey as one of the next hosts of the show. Kansas City Chief tight end. Kelsey is going to be hosting the March 4th edition of of Saturday Night Live, which then, you know, once you hear about, and this is his first time hosting, once you hear about an athlete hosting the show, me being an SNL aficionado and having watched it since I was in high school, it just brings me back to okay, because athletes don't get to host a lot. Maybe once a year, once a full calendar year, maybe twice, you'll get an athlete that gets to host. And then, basically, when you have athlete hosts, you now compare them to each other and you compare some of the memorable skits. I mean, just in the past, some of the memorable skits from athletes hosting, going all the way back to the 80s, Joe Montana, Generous Stew was his name, I think. Generous Stew, (laughs) and uh, Jan Hooks and Phil Hartman are just a couple that are about to get it on in the living room, and Generous Stew, the roommate, comes home and just... Kind of kind of cock blocks his buddy there. And then he says, All right, I'm going. And then they have an inner thought that's played over the loudspeakers or whatever. And then just randomly, and, and this is the 1980s, you might not think this is a big deal, but in the 1980s, Joe Montana, the most popular football player at the time, the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, says, I'll be in my room masturbating. <laughs> just totally out of the blue. Yeah, that's not very shocking in 2023 that somebody says that. In 1980, whatever that year was, he did it somewhere between 86 and 88, I'm guessing. Him saying that line was like, whoa. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that's a memorable skit. Derek Jeter, when he hosted Derek Jeter's Taco Hole, that was memorable. Anytime The Rock has hosted, he's had some great skits. Charles Barkley, when he hosted and he had that one-on-one game against Barney and beat his ass. Michael Jordan hosting when he did the Stuart Smalley skit. I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. And then Stuart Smalley's giving him advice, and I'm, I'm here with Michael J. And, you know, it just, you know the whole Stuart Smalley skit. But, yeah, Travis Kelsey hosting March 4th, so... We'll see what he can do. He's great on the mic. I mean, he he has a really hard time not cursing on live, on live TV. He did it at the end of the AFC Championship game. He did it at the end of the Super Bowl. Let's see if he does it on Saturday Night Live. But I will certainly be watching, and we'll be recapping it on the Daily Roundup that Monday on March 6th. And finally tonight, just to let you know, I will be taking my nephew to see... What other than Ant-Man, Quantum, Realm, Madness, Mania, whatever it is, I'm getting so confused, the multiverse of quantumness realm. We're going to go see it tonight. I'm sure I'll be confused 30 minutes in because I have not watched an MCU movie. I was told this is the start of phase five for the MCU. I'm like, really? What the hell was in phase four? And then someone sent me the list, my buddy sent me the list, I'm like, holy shit, I've seen like, there were like 20 things in Phase 4 between movies and TV series, and I saw like 17 of them. And if you asked me to give a recap of any of them, I'd be like, I'm clueless, I don't remember. I remember bits and pieces of parts of movies and maybe a couple things that happened in one of the six or eight episode series. It's crazy how much I watch these shows and I retain nothing. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I am going to go see Ant-Man tonight, and that's one of the MCUs that I actually like. I really enjoy the, I, I really like Ant-Man, it's one of my favorite ones, and I don't know why, probably it's because it's Paul Rudd, anything Paul Rudd does, it's almost impossible not to like anything that he's in, even if he plays a superhero, he doesn't He doesn't have the build, obviously, of some of these other guys, the Chris Evans, the Robert Downey Juniors, the Chris Hemsworths, but It just it just works. He's very good. Evangeline Lilly is the Wasp. It's technically the name of the title. The title of the movie is Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. So I don't want to slight her at all in the title, but yeah, Ant Man and the Wasp. Evangeline Lilly plays the Wasp. Michael Michael Douglas is his dad. Michelle Pfeiffer is his mom. I mean, that's no, 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 not his. Um, is uh. The wasps. What's I don't even remember. Cassie? No, Cassie's his daughter. I don't know. Hope. Hope? <laughs> uh, the Pims. <laughs> Michael Douglas is married to Michelle Pfeiffer. They're the Pims, and their daughter is the wasp, Evangeline Lilly. But I'm forgetting her name. One of them is Hope. Either my either Michelle Pfeiffer is Hope, or or Evangeline Lilly is Hope. I can't remember. Anyway, the Pims, and then. Yeah, and we're going to get, you know, Jonathan Majors is going to be Kang the Conqueror. And he's going to be the new bad guy. He's basically the new Thanos in the MCU. He's the new villain that's going to be appearing in a lot of these movies that are coming up in Phase 5, which I, I believe will include Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Uh, I don't know what else. I, I can't help you out there. Anyway, I'm going to go see that tonight, and should be fun, as long as my nephew doesn't fall asleep. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Uh, Please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple Podcast. It is much appreciated. Hope you have a great weekend. The Sports Daily will be up in about an hour from now. Until then, I will talk to you on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. See you!